Hello, friends. Welcome to Trivia Over Tea, the quiz show podcast where we drink tea and play trivia. I am your host, Matthew Cook, and I'm here virtually with our guest scorekeeper, Julia Mahinkusen. How are you today, Julia? I'm doing great. The sky is blue, the cicadas are buzzing, and I'm raring to go. Well, thank you so much for being our guest scorekeeper today. We'll have Carter back next week, so never fear, he's coming back. <laughs> Let's meet this week's contestants. This is our first semifinal of our Trivia Over Tea Tournament of Champions, and our very first semifinalist is Phoebe. Hello, I'm Phoebe. I am once again not prepared for any road questions, but I will do my best. <laughs> well, never fear, you will get a road question. And we also have Sophie. Hello, I'm Sophie. I use she, her pronouns, and I'm also very unprepared for probably every question you're going to throw at me. So can't wait. Excellent. Well, thank you both for being on the show once again. And just like our regular shows, we'll have four rounds of questions, each with a slightly different format. And so without further ado, Julia will explain the rules for round one. Round one is our first general knowledge round, consisting of five multiple choice questions for each player. Correct answers are worth 10 points each. Alrighty, Phoebe, you are up first. Are you ready? Ready as I'll ever be. Question one. Replaced by the British Fort Pitt, what French fort was established at the confluence of the Monongahela and Allegheny Rivers in 1754? A. Fort Carillon, B. Fort Duquesne, or C. Fort Crèvecoeur? I'm going to have to go with B. That is correct. The area that is now Pittsburgh was captured by a British expedition in 1758 led by General John Forbes and was named for William Pitt, the Earl of Chatham, who would become Prime Minister in 1766. Question 2. Which of the following Florida cities is not located on a river? A. Orlando, B. Fort Myers, or C. Miami? Hmm. Um, wild guess here. Miami? No, it was actually Orlando. Fort Myers is separated from Cape Coral by the Caloosahatchee River. Miami has both the Miami River, which goes through downtown, and the Little River, which flows through the northern portion of the city. Question 3. In March 2021, the Buffalo Sabres lost their 18th straight game, tying the NHL record set by what Pennsylvania-based franchise? A. The Pittsburgh Penguins, B. The Philadelphia Flyers, or C. The Philadelphia Quakers? Okay, if you're doing this just to get me to admit a negative fact about the Pittsburgh Penguins, I will be most disappointed in you, but I'll go with them because that seems like a thing you would do. Well, actually, my brother wrote the question, uh, but it was the Pittsburgh Penguins. No! <laughs> <laughs> the Penguins set their mark in the 0304 season. Fortunately for them, they do not uh, own the dubious honor of the longest losing streak in pro, in pro sports. That distinction belongs to the China Dragon, a former Asia League ice hockey team who lost 192 straight games between 2009 and 2014. The longest in all of sports, pro and amateur, belongs to the Caltech Beavers men's basketball team who dropped 207 straight games from 1996 to 2007. Oh, no. Poor Caltech. <laughs> Question four. In which Jane Austen novel is the main character introduced in the first sentence as, quote, handsome, clever and rich, with a comfortable home and a happy disposition, and had lived nearly 21 years in the world with very little to distress or vex her. A. 
Pride and Prejudice, B, Mansfield Park, or C, Emma? This one's one of my favorites, so I think it's C, Emma. That's correct. This is Emma Woodhouse, the title character. Austin wrote, quote, I'm going to write a heroine whom no one but myself will much like. Although apparently Phoebe likes the book, so that's good. It's good. It's funny. <laughs> Question five. The Canadian city of Alert, the northernmost permanently inhabited place in the world, is located at the tip of Ellesmere Island in what expansive Canadian territory? A. Yukon. B. The Northwest Territories. Or C. Nunavut. Um, uh, let's go with C. That's correct. Nunavut is very big, roughly having the same land area as Mexico, though its population is roughly equivalent to that of Claremont, California. Not sure how my brother figured that out, but I'm really glad that he made that <laughs> comparison. <laughs> Alrighty, Sophie, are you ready for your five questions? Sure am. Question one. What infamous senator from Wisconsin became known for alleging that communists had infiltrated many U.S. institutions? A. Joseph McCarthy. B. Bill Proxmire. Or C. Ron Johnson. A. Joseph McCarthy. That's correct. The term McCarthyism became associated with anti-communist activities. Question two. Which of these border cities is not located directly across an international border from a foreign city of the exact same name? Keyword, exact same name. A, Sault Ste. Marie, B, Laredo, or C, Nogales. And you said which one is not located? Which one is not? Um, I think it's Sault Ste. Marie. No, it's actually Laredo. Laredo, Laredo, Texas is directly across the border from Nuevo Laredo to Malpilas. Um, Nogales, uh, Arizona, I believe, is across from Nogales in Sonora. And Sault Ste. Marie is a city in Michigan and Ontario on the other side of the river. Question three. The longest winning streak in NBA history occurred during the 1971-72 season when what California-based team went on a tear through the league after future Hall of Famer Elgin Baylor announced his retirement? A, the Golden State Warriors, B, the Los Angeles Lakers, or C, the San Diego Rockets? Oh gosh, I know nothing about basketball, so I'll go with B. That's correct. And the Lakers would go on to win the NBA championship that year. Question four, one of the fastest growing counties in the US is Clark County in what Western state known for its extensive entertainment and mining industries? A, Utah, B, Idaho, or C, Nevada? Um, wait, you said entertainment and mining industries? Yes. And it's Clark County? Clark County. Um, I'm going to go with Nevada. That's correct. Clark County contains the greater Las Vegas area, and it has gained almost 1 million new residents since 2000. Emblematic of this growth, uh, of this growth is the city of Enterprise, which went from 14,000 in 2000 to 110,000 in 2010 to 190,000 in 2020. And question five, in 2014, who became the first transgender person to appear on the cover of Time magazine? A, Laverne Cox, B, Caitlyn Jenner, or C, Elliot Page? Mm, I don't think Elliot Page was out at that point. Um... I'd like to think it was Laverne Cox, but I feel like it probably was, oh gosh, I'm going to guess Laverne Cox. 
That's correct. The article was during her time on Orange is the New Black, and it talks about her activism. Paige became the first openly trans man to appear on the cover of Time, and that was this year, back in March. Caitlyn Jenner has never been on the cover of Time. Alrighty, that's the end of round one. So, Julia, can you please give us a score update? At the end of round one, Phoebe and Sophie are neck and neck at 40 points. Excellent. It's time for our weekly audience question, and if you'll recall, last week's question was, June 2nd is Lou Gehrig Day in Major League Baseball. Lou Gehrig played 2,130 consecutive games from 1925 to 1939. On September 6th, 1995, who broke Gehrig's record by playing in his 2,131st consecutive game? And that is Cal Ripken Jr., and he ended up playing 2,632 consecutive games before his streak came to an end. And just as a side note, my father and grandfather were in attendance at Camden Yards that night. My mom went with my grandfather to the game where he tied Lou Gehrig on September 5th. Some family history there. For this week's question, we'll turn to musical theater slash musical movies. In the Heights comes out tomorrow, June 10th, which contains music and lyrics by Lin-Manuel Miranda. Miranda was nominated for the Academy Award for Best Original Song for a song from what Disney animated film? So have a think and send me your answers and I'll announce the correct answer next week. Alrighty, and now it is time for round two. So Julia, can you please explain the rules? Mm-hmm. Round two consists of five questions directed to each player on the same topic. Correct answers are worth 20 points and if a player gets a question wrong, their, po- their opponent will have the chance to give the correct answer for 10 points. Alrighty, Phoebe, you are up first. Your topic is Cole Porter. Cole Porter was born on June 9th, 1891. Are you ready? No. <laughs> <laughs> question one. Cole Porter was a fruitful composer. He wrote over 300 songs while doing his undergraduate work at what Connecticut Ivy League institution? What is, <laughs> no, sorry, um, uh, Yale? Yes. <laughs> His family wanted him to go to law school, but he didn't want that, and he just kept composing instead. Question two. Porter was an early member of what famous Yale University a cappella group? Um, is it bad that I only know Princeton a cappella group? For <laughs> 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 that sacrilegious to someone. I have no clue. <laughs> okay. Sophie? Oh, geez. My dad went to Yale, and he has told me about this acapella group before, but I cannot remember what it's called, and he's going to be so mad at me. Um, like the Yaleys or the Elis, I don't know. No, it's, it's kind of a funny name. It's the Whiffenpoofs. That's right! Yeah. <laughs> they were founded in 1909, and Porter was with them in 1913. He was also in the Yale uh, Glee Club. Question three. After college, Porter went to Europe during World War I, and served in the Foreign Legion of what European power serving in North Africa? Um, the British? No. Sophie? The French? France. According to legionofthelost.com, he was transferred in 1917 to French officer school at Fontainebleau. 
and was assigned to teach gunnery to American soldiers. He set up a luxury apartment in Paris and alternated between his officer duties and leading a playboy lifestyle. As one does. Question four. Question four. Porter wrote the music and lyrics for what 1934 musical set on an ocean liner, which features famous songs like You're the Top, I Get a Kick Out of You, as well as the title song? Um, it's not South Pacific, is it? No. No. <laughs> no, that's Rodgers oh. and Hammerstein. Uh, Sophie? I think it's Anything Goes. Anything Goes. Ethel Merman starred in the original Broadway production as Reno Sweeney. And finally, question five, Where is the Life That Late I Led is one of many notable songs from what musical based on The Taming of the Shrew, which became Porter's most successful show? Kiss Me, Kate. Correct. It was Porter's only show, which ran for over a thousand performances on Broadway for its original run. And it won the Tony Award for Best Musical in 1949, which was the first year that that particular award was given. Alrighty, Sophie, your topic is Natalie Portman, who was born June 9th, 1981. Are you ready? I guess so. Question one. The child of Ashkenazi Jewish parents, Natalie Portman was born on June 9th, 1981, in what city claimed by both Israel and Palestine? Jerusalem. Correct. Portman has been a vocal critic of Israel's treatment of Palestine, particularly the actions taken by the Israeli government under Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu. Question two. Portman's first off-Broadway musical was Ruthless, in which she understudied the lead role of Tina, along with what pop singer, who later released albums like Oops, I Did It Again? Uh, Britney Spears? Correct. Ruthless features an all-female cast. Portman and Spears were understudying Laura Bell Bundy. Question three. One of her most notable film roles was as what Queen of Naboo in the Star Wars prequel trilogy? Wait, I don't... Okay, what do I have to say? I don't understand What is the name of her character? Oh, oh, I don't know. I've never seen Star Wars. Okay, Phoebe. Queen Amidala. Yes, Padme Amidala. She dies shortly after giving birth to Luke and Leia. Question four. Portman won the Academy Award for Best Actress for portraying Nina Sayers in what 2010 film which revolves around a production of a Tchaikovsky ballet? Black Swan. Correct. The ballet in question is Swan Lake. And question five. In 2020, Portman was among a group of almost all female investors to be awarded a franchise in what American sports league? Um, the, the baseball, Major League Baseball? No. Phoebe? NBA? No. This is the National Women's Soccer League. Um. Their team is called Angel City FC, and it's based in Los Angeles. Other investors include Serena Williams, Uzo Abduba, Jessica Chastain, America Ferreira, Jennifer Gardner, and Eva Longoria, among others. Alrighty, well, that's the end of round two. So, Julia, can you please give us a score update? Phoebe is at 90 points, and Sophie is at 120 points. Alrighty, now it is time for round three. So, Julia, can you please explain the rules? Round three is our second general knowledge round. There will be five questions for each player and correct answers are now worth 30 points. Like in round two, if a player gets a question wrong, their opponent will have the chance to give the correct answer for 15 points. Alrighty, Phoebe, are you ready? Yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> Let's do this. 
<laughs> Question one. Of the 12 primary interstate highways in the state, <laughs> which runs for the longest distance within Pennsylvania? Mm -hmm. 79? <laughs> no. Sophie? There's absolutely no chance that I'll get this right. I'll guess a random number. Um, okay. 75. Ooh, so close. 76. I should have known that. <laughs> it runs for 352 miles. Question two. What was the last Canadian NHL team to win the Stanley Cup, doing so in 1993? Mm, either the Senators or the Maple Leafs. I'm going to go with the, the Senators. No. Sophie? The Maple Leafs? No. It was the Montreal Canadiens. They beat the Gretzky-led LA Kings four games to one in that year. I, I think the Maple Leafs last one in... 67 it's it's been it's a, a canadian team very, not very one time. in that long i think that question has been asked by many a canadian for the last 28 years hmm. but we'll see maybe the canadians can do it this year maybe question three blockbuster video once a widespread chain is presently reduced to a single store in what central oregon city eugene no sophie <laughs> I was also going to guess that. Um, Central Oregon? Yeah. That doesn't help me. I don't know where anything is. Um, <laughs> Salem? No, this is in Bend, Oregon. It's basically right smack in the middle of the state. It became the last blockbuster on Earth after the blockbuster in Morley, Western Australia, closed in March 2019. Question four. What major English literary work features a group of pilgrims who tell each other stories on their way to the titular city in order to keep each other entertained. The uh, Canterbury Tales. Correct. And finally, question five. In Alice's Adventures in Wonderland, Alice is directed to the March Hare's house to have a mad tea party with the March Hare, Dormouse, and whom? The Mad Hatter. Correct. The Cheshire Cat appears in a tree in the previous chapter to tell Alice to go to the Hare's house. Alrighty, Sophie, are you ready for your five questions? Yep, let's go. Okay, question one. Of the five primary interstate highways in the state, which runs for the longest distance within Wisconsin? Oh, gosh. Um, uh, I-39? No. Want to take a guess, Phoebe? <laughs> uh, mm, no. <laughs> Just give me a number. Just give me a number. Uh, uh, 23. <laughs> 20, I don't, I don't think there is an interstate Look, 23. don't, just let me have this, <laughs> well, okay? <laughs> this is I-94. It runs for 341 miles. Question two. The cities of Lacey and Tumwater border what state capital city, the home of Evergreen State College? Um, uh, well, Evergreen State College... I don't, oh gosh. Um, what were the cities? Lacey and something? Tumwater. And I'm supposed to guess the city that, the capital city that it borders? The state capital city. Okay. Um, um, Salt Lake City? No. Phoebe? Mm, it's not Eugene, is it? <laughs> no. 
no, Eugene is not the capital of Oregon, it's Salem. Um, but it, the, the answer to this, um, the Evergreen State um, was the big hint. The, the Evergreen State is Washington, and so the capital is Olympia. Question three. At the 105th Belmont Stakes on June 9, 1973, what horse won by a record of 31 lengths to complete the Triple Crown? The horse's life and quest for the Triple Crown was chronicled in a 2010 film starring Diane Lane and John Malkovich. Um, wait, what was the year again? 1973. Okay, well, I have two possible answers. Um, I guess I'll go with Secretariat. That's correct. Secretariat still holds the race records for fastest time in all three Triple Crown races. Question four. The German word for to splash is the basis for the name of what dog breed commonly separated into standard, medium, miniature, and toy varieties? Oh, um, well, maybe I want to say poodle, but I don't think I'm going to guess poodle because that doesn't sound like a German word. So maybe schnauzer? No. Oh, my guess was schnauzer. But well, what's your guess? Because mm. 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 I don't know. <laughs> you don't want to take it. Just take a guess. Uh, I don't know any German dog breeds besides schnauzer. <laughs> At least not off the top of my head. Okay. Well, the answer was poodle. Oh, dang it. The the verb pudeln indicated the origins of the breed as a water dog. And finally, question five. In the second best exotic Marigold Hotel, what dame, who has also played Professor McGonagall in the Harry Potter movies, gives an emphatic lecture on the importance of hot tea as opposed to lukewarm tea? Um, trying to remember her name. Who plays McGonagall in Harry Potter? Um, oh gosh, I don't even, I don't think I know her name. Uh, um, yeah, I don't know her name, so I'll just guess Dame Judy Dench, even though no. I know it's wrong. <laughs> wrong, wrong Dame. Uh, uh, Phoebe? Uh, Maggie Smith. Maggie Smith. She played Muriel Donnelly in the film. Alrighty, that's the end of round three, so Julia, can you please give us a score update? At the end of round three... Phoebe has 165 points, and Sophie has 150. So now it's time for round four. And at the end of this round, we will know who will be moving on to the grand final. And so, Julia, can you please tell us the rules? Yes. Round four is our showdown. The two players will be asked to write down their answers to the same three questions. Correct answers are worth 40 points. Alrighty. Phoebe, Sophie, are you ready? Ready. Question one. Bonnie Blair won five gold medals across three Winter Olympics, competing in what sport? Okay, Phoebe, what is your answer? I wrote snowboarding. Sophie? Gymnastics. No, this was speed skating. Oh. Uh, she won then uh, in Calgary in 1988. She won the gold in the 500 and the bronze in the 1000. In Albertville in 1992, she won gold in both events, and also in Lil- in Lillehammer in '94, she won gold in both events as well. Question two: What lake has shoreline in four states and one Canadian province? 
Alrighty, Phoebe, what is your answer? I wrote Lake Michigan. Sophie? <laughs> Lake Erie? It's Lake Erie. Oh. It touches New York, Pennsylvania, Ohio, Michigan, and Ontario. Lake Michigan touches Michigan, Indiana, Illinois, and Wisconsin, but not a Canadian province. And finally, question three. What abolitionist was executed for treason, for treason against the Commonwealth of Virginia following his raid on the United States arsenal at Harper's Ferry in October 1859? Alrighty, Phoebe, what is your answer? I wrote something Johnson, but I don't think that's right. Sophie? All of my U.S. history knowledge has gone out of my head. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess Nat Turner. No, this was John Brown. You were on the right track, mm -hmm. Phoebe. Mm -hmm. John Brown was the first person ever executed for treason in the U.S. His goal was to in, uh, initiate a slave ro revolt in the southern states. Harper's Ferry became part of West Virginia when, when it seceded from Virginia in 1863. All righty. That's the end of the game. So, Julia, can you please give us the final score? Final score, Phoebe at 165 points and Sophie at 190 points. Well, congratulations, Sophie. You are moving on to the grand final. Do you have anything that you would like to say? Uh, I'm so honored. Wow, I, I can't believe it. Um, <laughs> thank you to Phoebe for an awesome game today. Oh, that's beautiful. Thank you. That's our show for this week, folks. Thank you, Phoebe and Sophie, for being on the show today, as well as Julia for being our scorekeeper and Mason Cook for composing the music and contributing some questions. And thank you for listening. Please like and subscribe to Trivia Over Tea on your preferred podcast platform and, and leave us a review if you enjoyed it. And check out our Facebook and Instagram pages at Trivia Over Tea. And feel free to message us there if you have any comments or suggestions regarding the show or if you would like to submit some questions. And tune in next week when we have Matthew and Jasper in our other semifinal match. And we'll have 33 fantastic questions for them. So thank you. We'll see you next week.